Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name's Tim Doyle, and this is Project Sports. Enjoy the show. What's going on, Projectors? Welcome back to another episode of Project Sports. A lot going on this week with the NFL playoffs and the divisional rounds taking place starting Saturday. Now, I made a lot of incorrect picks. I'm going to own them. I'm going to start off with that. Titans, you failed me. Tennessee Titans, I had a lot going for you. I was, I was really hoping that you guys would make it Super Bowl. But you proved to me once again, I was never really a big fan of Ryan Tannehill. I started to believe that the coaching plus the QB plus the, you know, the offense, Derrick Henry, you know, that they were legit. And I found out pretty quickly they're not legit. First round, gone. And what do we have to, you know, put that up to? And one of the things is Derrick Henry's poor performance. We're not going to be cookie cutter with this. Derrick Henry did not live up to what he did this season with you know, reaching over 2,000 yards in a regular season, which is, which is great. But this also proves back to a point where running backs don't win you championships. Defenses do. Good quarterback play does. The defense wasn't up to the challenge. The coaching, you know, didn't bring him over the top. Derrick Henry didn't play to what he could have. Maybe the offensive line didn't play as well. Whatever it was, for me, the Tennessee Titans imploded. And they showed you in a big moment... They couldn't produce. Good job. You beat the Baltimore Ravens a few times in the regular season. And then they finally overcame you and beat you in a playoff game when it mattered. They are moving on and you're going home. I was talking with a friend about this and this pretty much solidifies me not picking them for pretty much their current constituted roster. I will not choose them in a playoff game like this again. You know, if they're not the clear-cut favorite to win the game and they have to go up against a formidable team, not picking them because it just they seemed like they they just didn't have it. They had a chance to win the game a few different times. I don't know what planet Derrick Henry was on. And they had actually a pretty good defensive plan in the first half and it fell apart and they let Lamar Jackson run all over him. But I was wrong about that pick. I did get, however... So there was my wrong, but here was my right. The Cleveland Browns beating the Steelers. So basically, I'm going to reload uh, and make some new picks this week. And based off what's left. So the Cleveland Browns won against the Steelers with all the odds stacked against them. Now, if you go back and listen to the last episode, I had talked about how Brandon was actually picking the the Steelers because of the deficiencies that the Browns were going to be at with not having their head coach right there, uh, an offensive lineman that was key part of the game, and it was too much for them to overcome. They were playing an away stadium. You don't have your head coach, the play caller, all this stuff. I said it would motivate them, and they would come out on top because mostly to do with them, I thought that they could do this, and all that would motivate them. Plus, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Pittsburgh was fake. All of a sudden, you know, I kept saying as the, as the game, as this year has gone on, I watched the Steelers play, and I'm like, I'm not that impressed. They have good offense. From time to time, they play super well. They're beating up on some bad teams. They won some close games. They were fake 10-0 and at that time. And then look what happened in December. 
they started to you know lose steam a little bit. And people were like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're shooing to beat the Browns. I mean, every single person on the panel at, on uh, whatever game that their TV channel they were playing on, they all picked the Browns except for the last person. Uh, she ended up picking the Browns for the same reasons I picked the Browns. And it was one of those games you can kind of see coming. So I picked the Browns. We move forward. Now we got some new matchups. This week, we're going to start with the L.A. Rams versus the Green Bay Packers. There's another one I got wrong. The Rams... Uh, getting in, beating the Seattle Seahawks. I didn't realize how bad the Seahawks were and how much dependent and reliant they were on Russell Wilson. And not only that, it seems like Pete Carroll kind of ran the ball more and you know didn't put it in Russell Wilson's hands as much as he should have to try to win the game. And so for me, you know, Russell Wilson is the best part of that franchise. And he's not being utilized correctly, and things are kind of going sideways. But defense used to be prominent in that franchise, and now it's just Russell by himself. And Pete Carroll's not doing himself any favors. So now the L.A. Rams have to take on the Green Bay Packers for this matchup. Uh, I am still going to take the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers can win this game. Their L.A. Rams defense is really good. I hope the Rams prove me wrong because their defense is unbelievable. And if they could stop Aaron Rodgers, they do have a chance to win this game. When it's all said and done, I do pick Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. They have enough on defense. They're still not a good defense, but they have enough. And hopefully Rodgers can step up and make that NFC uh, conference title game. Uh, next on the plate, we'll flip sides to the AFC. It's a huge game. I think this will be you know a great game here. Baltimore Ravens versus the Buffalo Bills. The Bills did their job last week. And played a tremendous game. And now they'll have to play against the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens have to come into Buffalo and show them who's boss. And for me, I still pick the Buffalo Bills. They're more of a complete team. And as long as they can stop Lamar, they should be all right. Now, the Ravens are a good team as well. I just think, all in all, the Buffalo Bills are a better football team. And that's why they win this game. I'm not going to talk about the quarterback and Allen. I'm not going to talk about Lamar Jackson. Football team to football team. The Buffalo Bills will win this game. So this leads me back to the NFC where Tom Brady and the Buccaneers won a really good matchup against the Washington football team. Obviously not a very good opponent, but they went in there and they did their job and they put up a lot of points on the Washington football team. Tom Brady versus Drew Brees for the division in the divisional round, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a very tough game. Now, we talked about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, coming into their own towards the end of the year. And I'm still going to stand by it. I'm going to pick, even though, well, there's two reasons why I'm going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Saints. The first major one is really, really difficult to beat a team three times in one season. It's, it's a daunting task. Do I think the Saints can do it? Yes, I do think they can. And when you have Drew Brees and your team is playing well, it's a huge possibility. But for me, I think that the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will lean on this and they will use it as their edge and they will prevail. And their offense is getting better and better each week. Defense can be shaky at times. Hopefully they're disciplined enough and the coaching is there. But I'm going to pay the, pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win this game. And it's going to be at New Orleans. So this is going to be a tough win for them to pull out. It will be a close game. 
but I think they can do it. Go Bucks. And the final game we got is the Cleveland Browns versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I was dogging on the Chiefs last week a little bit, and I, you know, maybe I didn't give a full spectrum of, you know, maybe why they they they'll just, you know, not coast to the the Super Bowl, but I, I picked them to get knocked out in that first game um to whoever they played. But now they're going up against the the Cleveland Browns. And so for me in this matchup, I am gonna take the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to retract. I just don't think Cleveland has enough in the tank to beat a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. I've had some time, I've thought about it, and I retract. And I do think that the Kansas City Chiefs will win. So I'm going to proceed now that the Green Bay Packers, Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, and the Buccaneers will be your final four in the NFL playoffs. So that means that we will get a matchup of the Green Bay Packers and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. This will be an exciting matchup. This is what you know the NFL wants. This is what the fans want. This is what definitely what I want. I've been waiting for a Super Bowl matchup for years. Rodgers coming out of the uh, NFC and Brady coming out of the AFC when he was with the Patriots, but we never got it. So I'll say to you, this would be the best possible outcome for ratings and to see two old guys go at it and have a, and have just a, an outstanding performance. So in this matchup, I will take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers again because that is my Super Bowl pick and victory. Call me a homer. Don't care. I am from New England. But I'm going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because their offense is jiving and the defense is playing decent. Welcome to the NFL. So in the AFC side, you got the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs I have for the AFC championship game. This is going to be a matchup that is going to be very difficult to pick but I'm going to I'm on the, I'm on the Bills mafia on this one. And I am going to pick the Buffalo Bills. It's not because I hate the Chiefs. I love Patrick Mahomes. I really do. I just think that they're going to get too cocky, too relaxed, too reliant on what they did in the past and they will not be able to repeat. Something is going to happen in this playoffs where there's going to be some regret from the Kansas City Chiefs. Mark my words. I just got that gut feeling. I know the stats, I know the numbers. Patrick Mahomes is great. Nothing to do with him. I just know that this is not going to be easy and the Buffalo Bills are going to take this game and we will have a Buffalo Bills versus Tom Brady and the Buccaneers Super Bowl. Probably not the Super Bowl everyone wants. Super Bowl we'll get. All right. So that's going to wrap up the NFL talk and we're going to move into the NBA a little bit because there was a blockbuster deal that went down where James Harden is now a Brooklyn net. There's lots of controversy or just talk about this whole trade because you got Kyrie who is not contacting the team and not handling his business at work and no one knows what he's going to do. Was this whole thing to hold out so they could get James Harden here? Was he mad that there was talks last week that James Harden was coming here? For me, the problem with Kyrie is is big because we don't know what we're going to get. Immediately, I thought, you know, James Harden coming to the Nets would pretty much solidify that we're going to get a Lakers and Nets NBA Finals, barring something uh, in some sort of injury happening to either team. I mean, that's pretty much what you're going to get in the NBA. So I'm interested to see what Kyrie does now. 
Does he come back? Does he start participating? Is he using things that are going on in the outside world as a cover? Is he unhappy? Is he not friendly with Kevin Durant anymore? They started out the preseason really well, and they played well at the beginning of the year. I'm not sure what's really going on. I don't think any of us do. We have not heard legitimate reports on any of it, and we're trying to figure out how we can proceed forward. Will the Brooklyn Nets actually be successful? And what will a Brooklyn Nets team look like with just James Harden and Kevin Durant? I mean, it all points to Kyrie coming on and playing with them because they gave up a lot. They gave up two stars, not stars, but they gave up two good players that are going to project to be good players down the road too, just to get James Harden for now, the, you know, to win a championship, you know, to try to take out the Lakers. And that's three good pieces in Kyrie, KD, and Harden. So it seems like Kyrie would just come back or things would settle down. Maybe this is what he wanted. Maybe he was getting frustrated with the back office for not pulling the deal earlier. And now they've finally done it. Maybe we'll hear. Maybe they've been in contact with him the entire time. Who knows? I'm excited about the deal only because it screws up the Brooklyn Nets a little bit. Because they gave up two young talents and they're going to win now. And I believe my Boston Celtics, this is not their window, and a few years there will be. LeBron's, LeBron James's time will run out. The Brooklyn Nets' time will run out. And then Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum will be in their prime, hopefully winning with the Celtics. So, yeah, I'm from Boston. I don't want a New York team to win. But the time is now for them to win. And... James Harden probably will lose weight, probably play amazing. Kyrie all of a sudden now will just come back to play. You know, all will be forgiven, whatever is going on in his life. And KD will lead them to a championship, even though I think that's maybe one of the reasons why Kyrie's so mad, because now it's KD's team. Maybe he's leading the way. Who knows? Who knows? But Kevin Durant is one of the best players, if not the best player in the league, other than LeBron James, a one and one A. And that could be getting to Kyrie. Maybe not. I'm just making, you know, an assumption based off we know nothing because Kyrie is not talking to the media. He's not talking to, you know, his own workplace, the Brooklyn Nets. All very confusing. Anyway, that's all I got from, you know, the Brooklyn Nets front in the NBA. It was, you know, a big splash, big news. Pulled off a deal. What is it, Oladipo? Oladipo went to the Houston Rockets. Maybe he'll get turned around in another trade. From the Pacers, it was a four-way trade. You can look it up, all the details of it. But it's 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 an interesting one, a very interesting one. They gave up a lot to get what they have, so that means they're trying to win right now to put them over the top and beat the Lakers. Okay, we're going to move into the Premier League real quick, and then we'll wrap up this episode. Man United took the lead last night. They're at the top of the table with 36 points. They've played 17 matches just like Liverpool. Man City actually has only played 16 games, and they're at 32 points. They have a chance to pop into second place here. And all these teams that are, are around in the top five or six, I think are your legitimate contenders at this point to win the Prem. So you got United at one, Liverpool at two, Man City at three, Leicester City at four, Everton at five, and Tottenham at six. Chelsea dropping some, some games. A little bit of chemistry issues, not playing fluidly, not playing strong. It kind of reminds me of what United's last year, some of their their troubles were, especially with the defense. And City seems to be on the front of 
handling themselves better lately. So this is going to be very competitive. And Liverpool is just holding on by a thread, pretty much. Liverpool needs to hope for the best, I would say, because a lot of their, you know, Virgil van Dijk is out and they've got a lot of injuries or, or players who are not up to par with fitness or also injured. But they're not making excuses. They're still playing games um, and, and they're winning or tying or drawing. Um, but all in all, these these will probably be one of your winners. You know, I thought Chelsea would be up somewhere in the top tier and they probably will finish maybe in that fourth spot for the Champions League next year, but maybe not. We'll see how it goes. But these are the contenders because it's starting to shape up pretty well, especially for United. I'm sorry, Manchester City. Their defense is coming to its own. Offense is playing well. Foden had a great goal late the other day in the Prem, and their team seems to be operating very smoothly. And I think that they're most likely to win the league this year. Manchester City is just performing well, and they seem the most healthy, and they might be competing with United for the rest of the year. I think at some point Liverpool will drop down a little bit, and they'll have to battle back. So it's going to be interesting just to see how this all plays out especially with COVID and cup games and, and Champions League and how it all affects because, you know, w when will it be, you know, Liverpool just pull, put in the towel saying they're just going to go after the Champions League or, you know, th things will adjust and things will, will change throughout these next couple months. All right, projectors, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Project Sports. I really appreciate all the support and love you guys have given me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can find me on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, and any other major podcasting site that you listen to podcasts on, we're on. Um, a couple Saturday specials that we had was Cycling Across America. If you're looking into you know biking, some outdoor stories, uh, there, there's that one you can click on. Or you're looking to get to a small business called Rustic Creations by Catherine, who makes these beautiful art pieces. Um, you can go and listen to that episode. And there's also one 12-hour shift. You're, you're into guns or weapons. I'm in the United States military. I talked with a gentleman who knows a lot about uh, weapons and Kyler Harrington. He's a really good guy. Um, if you want to get connected that way, shoot me a message of any stories that you guys may have or want to come on the podcast to do these Saturday specials. The reasons why I bring it up is because I'm actually going to be heading home soon, and I'm going to be having another Saturday special um, with my father, who's actually a longtime Boston Celtics fan who grew up in the city, and we're going to have a conversation about the times uh, when he was a kid and, and who he looked up to as players and why and the spirit of Boston and all that kind of stuff. So a Saturday special with him and then maybe we, uh, we can make a Super Bowl prediction as well because it should come around that time right before the Super Bowl. So it should be a good time. Thanks guys for listening to the show. Take care. Peace.